Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. This is indeed the afternoon news. Minus six out there on what appears to be uh, the return of winter to here in Edmonton. Uh, hey, folks, got a great show for you this afternoon. Uh, and, of course, it's Friday, so we're going to talk to our contrarian economist, Todd Hirsch, a little later on. I've got Beyonce tickets for you. I've got Porkapalooza tickets. I'll tell you what I don't got. Uh, I don't got Jaylen Nye. She's up in Resolute. She made it there safely this morning. I heard they had to come back and go back up again. We'll get the story, I'm sure, next week. Uh, but Morley Scott has kindly agreed to sit in with me, the uh, sickly Morley Scott. Yeah, You're looking I, great. I, what's the over-under? I'm going to go about uh, 10 minutes on my first coughing fit for the over-under. Whatever it's bug Jaylen and I had, I now have. Yeah, so it's, this is room is filled with germs. It, it is. So I'd like to say good <laughs> luck to Reed Wilkins later on. Yeah, no kidding. They should just seal up the door and just everyone will fend for themselves in the studio here. Send but we're us in s- some pizza, though. Exactly. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. And by that. the way, minus six, you call that a return to winter? Well, it, that's not even cold. It is in terms of what, what we've had. Yes, but I mean, I was, I've been I, in my in my quest to walk my three million steps this year. Uh, I when I let the dogs out now, I do a I do a lap on my deck, a couple laps back and forth on the, yeah. the T shape of the deck, and I I'd never put a coat on, and it's very nice outside. It's it's I'm amazed at how great this winter's been. It's you know, been, uh, you're probably a lazy boy kind of guy. Uh, I, not a lazy boy, no, but I have a chair. A, a recliner? Bag. No, it's not a recliner. It's, it, well, it is kind of a recliner. I got it at Ikea. It's one of their oldest model chairs they have. It's, I think they call it like a wing back or a wing tip or something. Mm, yeah. And it's just, a, a, it's just an a old, shoe. it's just an old fashioned chair. Okay. And, but the back legs on the chair are about, uh, an inch and a half shorter than the front legs. So it's a natural recline. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's the first snort it, of the afternoon. It's, it's <laughs> filling in for Jalen today. Yeah, no kidding. And and it's a very comfortable chair. And it comes. You got to have a footstool, or it's not as comfortable. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, it's a natural. It's a natural. You know me. I'm all about the natural stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're saying the back legs are how much longer than I the front? I think they're about an inch, an inch shorter. So the chair naturally tips. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We we had a dog like that. <laughs> Called it Rex. <laughs> I'll bet you did. That's good. He would have loved my chair. <laughs> I'm sure he would have. The reason I bring it up is because if you're trying to get to three million steps, yeah, uh, get a rocker or uh, a recliner. Uh, but you know, I got the Fitbit, right? So you got to be moving your uh, arms. So you yeah, still got to right. be kind of moving your arm. That's a whole lot of moving. Well, if you week. eat a pizza while rocking, that's an excellent point. I might yeah. try that or popcorn because <laughs> you go you go a lot more to the mouth with popcorn, right? So make sure you have it on the right hand. <clears throat> All right, listen. Said we got a full show this afternoon, and indeed we do. We've got a guest anxiously waiting for us on hold. We're going to go right to it. Would you buy a car? Here's the question: Would you buy a car, Morley, uh, to make a good impression yes. on a potential mate? Would you really? No. Well, would I buy a car? I, I didn't know there was more to the question. Well, yeah, we're both old married guys. Our first. <laughs> Yes, think so. Apparently, so do many other people. According to a recent auto trader survey, Canadians have some pretty definite ideas about what vehicles signal a desirable mate. Joining us now, award-winning writer and auto reporter with uh, Driving.ca, Lorraine Summerfield. Uh, good afternoon, Lorraine. So glad I'm not there in person for your studio full of germs. Uh, yeah, you know what? It really is bad. <laughs> you're, you're lucky you're on the phone, Lorraine. Yeah, no kidding. You're, now, you're on the phone from Toronto, right? Yeah, it's cold here, too. Yeah, yeah. How was a uh, hey, good game last night, eh? 
<laughs> I was at the auto show. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's, a lot of people in Toronto are saying, I was. I yeah, didn't I watch it. Even, I was somewhere Hockey, else, I don't care. Before we go any yeah, further, go though, ahead. Lorraine, what kind of car do you drive? What do I drive? Yeah. I have a Hyundai Elantra. Well, what is it? All right. Kids oh. drive. I drive. I drive press cars. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Free. That's what no, she's saying. Yeah, yeah, free car. Yeah, sure. I drive one of those too. Uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. How do I get one of these deals? All right. Can we talk to the guest a little okay. bit here? Come take my job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lorraine. I know nothing about cars, and I know nothing really about the survey. So let's start with that. What was this survey, and uh, who put it on, and what were they trying to prove? It was Auto Trader, and it was a Canadian survey. And you know how we have this idea that you know what you drive will determine who will be attracted to you. And it turns out Canadians, we like stability, utility. We like. SUVs and CUVs. We like Toyotas and Fords and GMs. We're a romantic bunch. So well, wait a second. So keep your Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, we're, we'll get to a Porsche and Ferrari in a second. But uh, so you've determined what we like to drive. But did the survey make a correlation between that and the attractiveness to the other to the opposite sex? Well, I think the funniest part was they were asking, you know, what. Does what you drive determine who you think is attracted to you? But they also, one of the best questions was they said to women, um, do you think men think what they drive matters? And men overwhelmingly think it does. And women are going, really, dude, relax. We don't care. We know you care, but we don't. See, my conclusion there would be that a lot of the women lied. But then I'm just Uh, a guy. (laughs) Hey, anonymous survey, why lie? (laughs) Well, that's true. And women, we like the old pickup trucks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna ask. Did, did the survey? Did it vary from province to province? Because this is Alberta. This is land of the pickup truck, right? You, you uh, guys are a little bit bigger on the pickup truck and the utility stuff, but it didn't really change that much. I was surprised. Um, Quebec, you know, they're absolutely even more utility. But BC and Ontario were the only ones that fluctuated to the higher luxury brands. You know, but even that was only a few percent. It wasn't a huge discrepancy. So we really are Canadian. Like we're so pragmatic. No kidding. Well, you know what? In Quebec, it doesn't matter what you drive as long as you drive it really fast without turn signals. That's true. <laughs> and nudge over the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, um, what were the most popular brands? If a guy is looking to buy a car and there is a correlation, what were the most popular brands to attract a mate? It, it was almost like a negative option. Instead of saying buy a Ferrari or buy a Porsche, it's like stick to the Toyotas, the GMs, the Hondas, the Fords, the main main badges, like the mainstream badges. And going outside the lines isn't going to earn you a lot of points. I mean, there are women and men that you know give some of those high-end brands more attributes. But for the most part, I always say to a guy, tank of gas and a clean car goes a long way. <laughs> you know, it really does. So, and the other thing is if it's paid for, that's cool. That's sexy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, was there a difference between women answering about men and men answering about women? I mean, do, do, could we come to any conclusion that uh, a guy is attracted to a woman uh, equally um, I, so? Men were more, women aren't as attracted to a hot car as men think they are. That's that but what about the other way? Are men attracted to a woman with a hot car? Um, it was there was about a twenty percent range in there that you know men thought women driving hot cars were good. But I have my own theory on that, which is men want to 
take you out of the driver's seat and get in it themselves. Yeah, that's a good. I, I think for, mo- for most men, if they see a beautiful woman, they don't even notice the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Okay, okay, they keep noticing the car when I'm driving it. So <laughs> I think a lot of men, you know, decide they will be driving that car, so they kind of like it. But yeah, and you know what? And I know the survey is kind of a fun one, so we don't want to dissect it too badly. But one of the things that uh, jumped off the page of your article, and I thought about, was well, wait a second. Which is more attractive, or was the question even asked, uh, a, a brand new utility uh, vehicle or a smashed up Porsche? I mean, does condition of vehicle play into it? They didn't ask that, but judging by the answers to the other questions, they would absolutely take the new, well-maintained, or even doesn't have to be new, but a well-maintained, stable vehicle, one that's got a good track record. Like, if you see a car that's all beat up, Canadians going by this survey are not going to be impressed with the fact you don't know how to drive. Like They want people that take care of things, and <laughs> they were trying to make this correlation between the state of your vehicle and the state of your relationship, which you want something that you can depend on, well, it's reliable, if he, it's... If he can look after that car, he can certainly look after me. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> but you know what else? Because uh, we did a don't survey... Don't see any rings on that car. That's right. <laughs> we, we had a survey the other day, because, you know, of course, with Valentine's Day just around the corner, uh, everybody's looking at these statistics, and we're trying to play the, uh, the short odds. But uh, apparently, uh, a man with a dog is quite attractive. So now I'm thinking a man with a good car, a, a nicely kept car, well-paid uh, or paid-off car with a dog in the back seat... It's got it made. Grand Slam. And I tell you, when I was younger, my kids were small and I was divorced. A woman with little kids was like deet. Men just stay away. <laughs> you need a really nice car. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and two of them. So I, I, I drive a Jeep Patriot. What, is it, what does that say about me? Oh, really? You bought the Patriot? Oh, oh. <laughs> you lost one already. Oh. <laughs> I'm teasing. No, actually, I love Jeeps. I, I'd rather have the off-roading ones, but no, Jeeps are cool. Jeeps <laughs> it's funny that you made that distinction right away, because when I told my wife I was buying a Jeep Patriot, she was like, Jeep makes luggage as well. I'm like, yeah, I know that, but I Jeeps can't go off-roading. Jeep's value just went up. They released a survey. Jeeps are maintaining their values really, really well. Jeep is hmm. like iconic brand, and it doesn't matter what they do. They can't make a mistake. Oh, that's exactly them. right. Okay, dare I say I drive a Ford Escape. That's cool. That's about the equivalent to my Elantra. It's like, you know what? There you go. Reliable, decently priced vehicles that are going to stay on the road for a long time if you take care of them. Yeah, but listen, this conversation's about chick magnets. Is the what did you say you drive? A Ford Escape. Is that is that what you would term a chick magnet? <laughs> well, hey, or is I'm, Escape maybe the operative word? I, I'm assuming he has other attributes. <laughs> Just check behind the steering wheel. <laughs> Nice stuff. Uh, well, you know what, Lorraine? I, I appreciate the time this afternoon. It's interesting. It's an interesting uh, conversation. Was there any conclusion of the survey that surprised you at all? Um, actually, not really. Um, I, it, no, no. Canadians, <laughs> I, I know. I know from readers and viewers that I have that people really want something that's going to be reliable. And actually, in our relationships, for as much as we talk about all the craziness and adventureness, it's the same thing. People want something they can depend on. And... That's not real, really a Valentine's message. But no, that's right. I'll maybe. tell you this, though. My first car lasted longer than my first marriage. Oh, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, oddly, I'm still paying for the first marriage, so that's the difference. Yeah. Between those. But the car is paid for. Exactly right. Uh, Lorraine, where can people uh, read the stuff that you write if they want to check you out? Driving.ca. Driving. Driving. Got it. I enjoyed the article, enjoyed the conversation. Lorraine, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. We'll you thanks, again. Lorraine. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad.
You know what my favorite answer she gave was? Tell me. Oh, you bought the Patriot. <laughs> you know, I've never been happier with a car than the Patriot. Yeah. In fact, that's my second Patriot. Uh, I traded in my first to get my second. That's the beautiful thing about cars, though. You find one you like, you stick yeah. with it, right? And and there, everybody has their cars they don't like or they do like or whatever. But if you find a car you like, you you're real loyal to it. Yeah, and you know what? At my age, I'm because cars have become so uh, technically enhanced these days that I really prefer the Patriot. Maybe this will be. I see it as a positive thing. Others might see it as a negative thing. I love the fact that it doesn't have too many gadgets on it. It's pretty straightforward. Most things can be repaired pretty easily. I only need two things in my vehicle, or from my vehicle. Yes. Well, three things, I guess. A comfortable seat. Yeah. Uh, a good start. <laughs> that makes sure it always starts. And a good sound system. After that, yeah. I don't really care. That's the only thing that's missing from this new Patriot that I had in the old one. And, and it seems like the features are just different. I, I don't know. One week they put these in and the next they don't. So, But the speakers that drop down from the uh, back gate, they were great for uh, camping. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you back the, the car up gate. and open the gate. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, listen, Morley, you said earlier um, you were talking about wearing your uh, Fit Pal there or whatever. My, well, Fitbit, yeah. Fitbit, yeah. So obviously you're uh, looking to, you know, shave a few pounds off. Trying. And, all right. Trying. I, I saw this article and I thought of you right away. <laughs> it's uh, two guys from Buffalo, New York. And I don't know if you want to. The home of the chicken wing. That's that's exactly right, which is odd because they're trying to lose weight. They're uh, trying to lose, they each weigh over 300 pounds. Ooh. That seems like a lot, except I don't think I'm that far off it. I, I've got to be two and a half. I stopped weighing myself months yeah. ago. Yeah. So 50 more pounds. That's a lot. Of, 50 pounds yeah, 50 is... 50 pounds, uh, yeah. I think guess. about what you'd look like if you lost 50 pounds. I'd have to, honestly. So so 50 pounds more is a lot of weight. I'd have to cut off a body part, let's be honest. There's no way I'm, yeah. I'm not... Yeah. Uh, here's what they're doing. Their names are uh, Jason Rogers and Chris Cook. Uh, they're both in their 30s. Uh, Jason weighed 478 pounds... Wow, uh, in 2014. So he's already trimmed back to about 300. Yeah. Uh, the other Chris weighed about 340 pounds. So they got themselves down to 300 pounds each. And now what they're doing um, is they're walking across America. We're trying to do the equivalent of. Yeah, no, they're actually doing it. Oh, from coast to coast. Yeah, these guys are not Fitbitting it in their uh, lazy. Really? Yeah, you know, these guys are walking from Buffalo to Los Angeles. Now, both of them were told they should have that, uh, you know, gastro bypass, uh, yeah, whatever yeah. surgery, whatever it's called. Uh, they decided not to do that. They're doing this instead. Um, so they're walking, yeah, from Buffalo to Los Angeles. They're expected to get there by April. Um, yeah, and they've already, as that's I a, say. That's a long, long walk. Chris has already lost 39 pounds, so he's down to about When did they start? Did it say? Um, two weeks ago. He, he lost 39 pounds in two weeks? Well, if you walk all day long, I guess, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. They're, well, it says they're walking about 20 miles a day. Is that a lot? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. They're apparently not eating either. No, man. I've, I've read a bunch of stories about walking and, and how it is so beneficial. I know, but you. you know what? There was a guy when I was growing up... Uh, who my dad knew that it was on my paper route and he was a big man a massive man my size and <laughs> just over the year or two i saw him and didn't even recognize him he was so slim and my dad who was also a big man asked him how he did it and he said he walked to work every day so charlottetown is a very small town mm -hmm. it would take you maybe 10 to 20 minutes to walk to work he simply did that and walked home so now in the last couple of years i thought well that's easy so I, I started, you know, you walk the dog, you walk here, you walk there. And I know you've tried that too. No mm -hmm. effect. Yeah. None. 
you, I think it's it's more of a long term thing. Like, like you, years? you have to do it for a year or more, I think, for, for it to have an effect. That's what my I went because I read all these articles about walking and how much walking is good for you. It helps it helps you stay in better shape, helps everything, and it's not hard on your joints like running is and everything, and it helps you to lose weight. So I said, I'm going to try it. I love to walk. I walk a lot, but now I'm trying to step it up this year. And I said, I'm going to walk three million steps. I did a little cipher and figured. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Why did you pick three million <clears throat> steps? Uh, just because I just picked a number. I wanted to pick oh, a number, okay. and I kind of did some ciphering about, you know, I think on average, uh, I walk between four and 6,000 steps a day without doing anything else, without just from from bed to the kitchen, to the chair, to work, to the studio, back to my desk, yeah. back to the studio, back to my desk, and then home again. I do about four to 6,000 steps wow. on a day. That's not bad. Uh, three million steps in a year averages 8,200 steps a day. Huh. So, and this week I'm I'm way behind now. Not way behind. I'm behind now because I've been sick this week. Right. And I haven't done anything more than you know drink uh, tea and honey and uh, honey's you know, not, citron and cough a lot. Yeah, honey's fattening. <clears throat> Listen, uh, I, I'm starting to see what my problem is because you think that you do more than you do oftentimes, right? Now yeah. I told you when I got in that I had a really sore knee. Now, and I was thinking, well, that's funny because it went away for hours. And then suddenly started hurting again. And I, I told you that, like, you know, yeah. I got to work. I, you know, suddenly it was aching again. And then I got thinking, you know, it didn't go away. I just didn't move for hours. I, I got yeah, up, didn't went use downstairs. You yeah. didn't use it. Yeah. Right. Got on the computer, was on there for three hours, got up and uh, realized my knee still hurt. Yeah. Yeah, my knee hurt when I sat down here three hours <laughs> yeah, ago. Nothing felt pretty good, but then when I got up, it hurt again. Yeah, you're right. Here's an idea for you, Morley. Have you got your Valentine's Day planned? Uh, kind of. Not really. Okay. We actually had a discussion last night. You do anything for Nah. We're going out for dinner tonight. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Dinner theater? No, just dinner. Oh, okay. Uh, because if you uh, tie in the two ideas together, and by the way, there was a survey done the other day that said 80% of uh, men uh, and women have no, have no plans for Valentine's Day yet. That mm-hmm. was as of, I think, yesterday. Yeah. So if you don't have plans, you're not alone. But talking about losing weight and uh, Valentine's Day and putting those two ideas together, here's something you might want to think about, you and the wife. Uh, naked yoga. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, if you have to. <laughs> All right. It's in Calgary. It's being offered. Oh, that's too bad. It's so far away. Yeah, no, but do. you've walked down there and you kill two birds with one stone. Uh, <laughs> I made myself laugh there. A naked yo-yo-yo-yo. <laughs> well, there's an aspect yeah. to that. A naked <laughs> yoga, YYC, is offering classes for couples to help them bond and connect uh, this is according to an article in the Huffington Post. Uh, the owner, Catherine, uh, said, getting in the door is the hard part. I don't really understand that statement. Uh, you know, just I guess people are a little nervous. Have to get over the fact that they're going to do naked yoga. With strangers. Yeah. I don't even like people watching me run on a treadmill in yeah. sweatpants. So I can't really see this as being for me, but you never know. The class was at one point uh, only for women. Uh, she's been offering these naked yoga classes in Calgary for a little over a year, women only. Um, but now, I, I don't know if demand has waned. Yeah, the demand was men wanted to go to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or she saw the potential market she was overlooking this entire time. But you can now go, but you can't just go as a man. That's the thing. Yeah. You that don't mean have, you have to you dress have to have up. You have to have, uh, yeah, you have yeah. to have a partner, as does the woman for this particular yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day thing. Strike you as... Uh, 
So not might not wanna... something that's really interesting me. No. <laughs> no, not actually not at all. And you? Uh, no, your good buddy, Cavis Reed. <clears throat> yes. Uh, and my uh, good buddy, too. I, I love that guy. Is he still in Montreal? Really uh, yeah, he'll be in Montreal. He's a special teams coordinator. Okay. Assistant head coach. He used to work out at the Twilliger Rec Center. Mm-hmm. And I used to work out at the Twilliger mm-hmm. Rec Center, but we were on a different schedule. Yeah, and he would go in the morning. And, that's right. Yeah. And I was sleeping. But he's a really super, super nice guy. And as you... I'm, Salt of the earth. He really is. And he's the kind of guy who, if he knows you, on your birthday, text you happy yep. birthday. Or on Christmas, yep. you know, just want to say you're one of the people I, yep. you know, enjoy knowing. Like yeah. a little yep. inspirational messages. He, 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 he keeps touch with people. Yeah. He keeps in touch. But getting back to the, I don't want anyone seeing me do yoga naked. Every time I would run into him, though, if my schedule was a little altered or his was, he would come over and give me a great big guy hug. He's famous for his hugs. Right. And then he would stand there talking to me, and I hated it. And because he looks so good. Yeah. That guy is... What's the word I'm looking for? He's a he's rock solid. Yeah, he's he's in shape. Yeah, he's a professional athlete. Don't it, forget exactly. Yeah. He was a professional athlete. Yeah. And my fat butt is up on the treadmill, and he would come over and talk, and but like you say, so friendly and and welcoming and everything. Yeah. But you know, all kinds of people would walk. He, he he would draw attention to us just by who he is and yeah. how he looks. And see, I, I I think he likes hanging out with in gyms with people like you and me well, maybe because it true. makes him look so much better. <laughs> he doesn't really need us for that, but yeah, it certainly is the end result. You used to work out with him. Didn't I, you? I did for a while. Yeah. 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 A few years ago. Yeah. That's like, and uh, I can't imagine a better personal trainer. Uh, he was pretty good. He was yeah. pretty good. He pushed me pretty hard. Yeah. And then let and then me I loose. Hated him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Had a few sore days. Believe All me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got to take a uh, quick break for news. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 6:30 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Jalen Nye up in Resolute Bay. We're going to try and check in with her this afternoon if uh, we're able to uh, make contact. Morley Scott filling in. I appreciate you doing it, Morley. I know there's a topic you want to get to. Just wanted to mention for people, uh, coming up sometime this afternoon, we're going to have those uh, Porkapalooza tickets, square tickets. Yep. That's going to be a good, uh, good event. It is a really good event. I wish we could announce all the bands, but there's one band still embargoed. But Loverboy. Diamond Rio, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's the one that's embargoed. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Relax. No, it's not. Yeah, no, there's some great bands. No, it's not. Also have uh, Beyonce tickets, and we're going to do it like we did it yesterday, where we'll <clears> play a tune uh, or a series of five really short blurps of a tune, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to identify. We're not doing it right now, but uh, it, it, take a listen so you can have a little uh, preview. Would, would I be giving it away if I said that's Beyonce? They're all Beyonce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. And I think the way it works, I don't have it in front of me, uh, each track has four Beyonce songs and one Destiny's Child song. So there's your two hints for the day you got to, okay. you got to hear. And it. you got to name all of them? Got to name them all in the oh, right order. We're not fooling around here. I know. And uh, But, you know, oddly, the guy who uh, nailed it yesterday yeah. it was the first caller. Really? Do you remember that episode of WKRP? Uh, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Oh, that was yeah, so funny. And I said it was the first caller, and somebody texted in to say no, it was the second caller. I don't, I don't recall that, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't remember either. And theirs was more like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they yeah. put like in a split second of yeah. four or five songs. I do remember one of the songs was the national anthem. Yeah, and that was like nobody's going to get that. <laughs> what a great show! Yeah, but they did. What a great show! Uh, hey, what did you? You want? <laughs> well, I just yeah. want. I want to bounce this off of you. 
uh, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I know when I'm on this end of it, I feel I feel very very conscious about it. I'm very self conscious about it. I'm pretty sick, not pretty sick this week. I'm 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 sick enough that I, I'm coughing and I'm sniffly. And my voice doesn't sound right, and I'm just I got lots of germs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much does it bother you when a coworker comes to work with a bad cough and a bad cold? Um, it's it's weird because I I feel. I feel guilty a little bit when I come to work this week. I, I took yesterday off because I just I just couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I was just coughing so much, and when you got to talk and you can't talk for thirty seconds without coughing, it's it's a problem, right? And and I think I got a little bit better yesterday, but I'm still coughing today. And I'm you know you are during breaks, yeah. When when and I sit over just around the corner from the from the kitchen over there, so everybody's food is there and everything, and I'm I'm coughing. Does it? How much does it bother you when someone you work with? is sitting across from you and coughing all day. All right. Well, if you want to weigh in on this, 496-0063, 496-0063, or, of course, text us at 630-630. But I'll because the, the flip side of it is, yeah. in my situation right now, Dave Campbell is not even bothering to come to work, right? <laughs> you said that with a whole lot I of I mean, anger. it's just a baby, Dave. <laughs> I mean, you're not breastfeeding it. It's just a baby. But he's still not coming to work. I see when um, you're, you're sick, you're a little you angry. Know, last, week, last week, when it started to hit me, yeah. uh, Dave was away. And I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, Dave was away, sort didn't, of. Didn't for the like most were... part, I'm just, for the most part, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, Brendan Ulrich was in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, Reed got really sick last week. That's right. And uh, for a couple of days. And we had to, you know, jockey all over the place. And, and. I feel like, especially now, we're shorthanded now with Dave being away, that if I don't come in, it creates more work, for, especially for Brendan and for Halsey, who so graciously filled in for me the last couple of days. When yeah, I, I did, although he, he, his voice was a little strained, too, yesterday. So, you know, I feel bad coming to work because I feel like I'm, I'm making everyone uncomfortable and spreading my germs, and I feel bad not coming to work. Because I'm making people work more than they need to, more than they normally do, more than they have to. Well, it's an interesting... I, I've actually had this quandary this week, and I didn't tell you this before we, you suggested that you wanted to talk to me about this. I, there's been a bug. We blamed it. When Jalen and I came back from Mexico, she's been sick all week. Yeah, she blamed it on Montezuma. She blamed right? it on, right, and she and you know some other listeners said that they were feeling a little ill too. So we, we all just sort of assumed that perhaps that's where it came from, mm-hmm. and maybe it did. Um, now this week, I've been getting sicker and sicker all week, and I'm now. So full, now, now I feel bad. Well, I've got I've got the fever. I'm, I'm I've got all the symptoms that Jay fever. described. I got the yeah. fever. Now, but I wasn't sick up until that. So the question becomes: Should Jalen and I have not come into work this week, or would it be acceptable for me to leave work in anticipation of being on vacation next week <laughs> and not go away? Yeah, with some bad flu bug, which I'm now going to go away with. But we're in jobs where you're not really helping the company by not showing up. No. You know, I, originally when I first started working here, I was told, listen, if you're sick, uh, don't come to work because we all talk into the same microphones. Mm-hmm. We're in small studios mm-hmm. together. You'll wipe out the whole floor. But that really isn't the case, though, because as you just mentioned, um, uh, what, if I'm sick today, then what? Who does the show? Yeah. Jay's in Resolute Bay. Yeah. You know, so who's doing the show? So I don't know what the right answer to that is, particularly in a job where you share tools. Yeah, and there's there's some jobs, and I I, I don't like I, I don't want to take anyone. I'm not taking any job lightly, but there's some job where you do your work all day, but if you don't do it today, it's still there tomorrow, and you can mm-hmm. go back and do it tomorrow. Maybe you get behind a little bit, whatever. But in our jobs, 
you can't. Like, you can't do today's show tomorrow when you're feeling better. Yeah, and you know, we have this conversation all the time, you and I, where I, I say I'm a comedian that does a little bit of radio, and you say I'm a radio guy that does comedy, right? But I, I it's funny when I heard you first setting up this idea, and you said among your symptoms, your voice didn't sound good. And that's, it's just funny because that still strikes me as a funny thing to mention. Mm-hmm. I know it's really important in radio to have a good voice. Yeah. Um, I, I know uh, what day is Friday, th- Wednesday afternoon. I was working Wednesday and I went to the Eskimos uh, newser availability, talked to Ed Hervey. And when I got back, I, I like my voice was it was squeaky and cracking and I couldn't, I, I couldn't have read, I couldn't have talked for two and a half, three minutes straight. So that's when Halsey came in and worked Wednesday afternoon, and then I took all day Thursday. Right. Uh, the voice is totally, you know, you need that, right? Yeah. Well, it's a funny thing, because in any other job I've had, and in a lot of jobs of people who are listening to us right now, it really doesn't matter. You could have laryngitis, still do your job. Yeah. Or you can be, you know, feverish and still do your job. Yeah. But I, I don't know what the rule is, or I don't know what the rule should be. If you because the second somebody phones in sick, doesn't everybody naturally doubt that they're really sick? Oh, absolutely. Right. So, are you doing the favor uh, for the office at all by or for the workplace by by coming in sick because you don't want to let them down? As and, far as and sometimes you feel you gotta you gotta go and, and cough and cough and cough and cough all day oh, Wednesday so you can take Thursday off and everyone will realize you're <laughs> sick, right? Yeah. I'm not saying I did that, but that's, <laughs> no, no, what, no. that's the way it played out. I, I certainly saw that train coming down the track though because I was talking to you on Monday and well, you were not I, committing to this. Uh, no, Thursday, I was Friday supposed thing. to help you yesterday too. Right. Jalen ha- was delayed though her that's flight, correct. right? So she was able to work yesterday, and I was a lot of relief because I'd kind of said to Halsey. Halsey said, "If you need me tomorrow, I can do tomorrow too." And once you said Jalen was back, I said. Halsey, you're in. I'm just, yeah, that's right. I'm just sitting in my chair all in my in my uh, chair all day long and drinking tea and neocitron and. So I hadn't even thought about it before. But February is sort of a fluey type mm-hmm. of month, or a cold. Uh, colds go around January, February, but it also happens to be when most people in radio try and take their vacation. Yeah, well, it's everyone tries to take their vacation February, yeah. right? Because yeah. you, you you go somewhere warm in February, you come back and it's March, right? <laughs> and you're you're done. You're yes. finished. You got the you got the winter beat, right? So. I see uh, a lot of people texting, and we'll get to those. Uh, we'll take your phone calls, too, if you like, 496-0063. I guess the question is, what's office etiquette or workplace etiquette if you're sick? Uh, what should it be? And, How sick do you have to be? Yeah, and uh, should you have to prove that you were sick? We'll take, uh, as I say, your calls. We'll check your texts uh, coming up. This is the 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Ched, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. You know, something else, uh, morally, I don't know if this plays into it, but for many, many years, uh, I was self-employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't work, I don't get paid. So I never... A different attitude then, don't you? Totally different. Yeah. And and it's not that you're faking sickness to get a day off, but it's the consequences of taking a day off when you're yeah. salaried is much different than when you're self-employed. Yeah, and then I think for salespeople, it's the same thing. You work on commission. Sure. If you don't work, sure, you get your base or whatever they call that, right? Yeah. But you don't get... What you're going to sell, what you lose, what you're going to sell that day, right? That's right. But uh, that's a totally different situation, though. Um, when you're working for yourself, you're working with yourself. That, I'll tell so you what, you're not going to get yourself right. sick. You're well, already that's sick, true. right? I'm talking about coming in. Like, I, I virtually share an area back there in the bullpen with Dave when he's here and with <laughs> Reed Wilkins and then back behind the partitions. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Jesperson's back there and, and, and Kelsey and Brandon, right? So, and I'm coughing all the time and I feel bad because I'm doing it. Yeah, you know, I can hear you all the way out into, and I'm I'll way around the can. corner. I bet you can. Uh, over on the texting page, uh, 
I'm a security guard, so I work with the public all day. Do I need a doctor note if I want to take the day off because I'm sick? I don't know. You, I, I, you don't work for me. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, another texture, it's really annoying to have a coworker with infectious cold or flu, is coughing, you are not getting better fast, and you're infecting others, and then uh, over... I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> over the phone, like, don't go. <laughs> I'd rather be sick for the first couple of days on my uh, vacation yeah. than do this alone. Got Sandy on the phone. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Not too bad. You're back from Huatulco. Have a good time? I did. I had a great time. Did you get sick while you were there? Uh, only on the boat. Yeah, everyone's blaming this boat. It oh, was a uh, and, and, the boat must have had an open bar. No, 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 no. That's a whole other sickness. Oh. As, yeah, no, that was a whole other thing. Yeah, it was a uh, motion sickness. Yeah, it was a funny thing though. It's a sunset cruise, mm-hmm. and, and so that's and they said there would be a snack served. And I the, never ate anything on that thing. Oh, you didn't. So it wasn't the no, boat. No, it wasn't then. the food or anything. It was serious motion sickness. And it stayed with you until until you came back. No, actually, it, no, no. I um. I got sick on the boat. After I threw up for five minutes, um, I was fine. <laughs> and then, but when I came home, the week that I had to go to work, I uh, started getting um, my nose was running uh-huh. and my eyes were running, and I'm sneezing, um, and I was constantly sneezing. Anyways, on the on the Thursday, that's you know my what's bo- my boss actually said to me: if you sound like that and you look like that. Do not come in tomorrow. So on huh. Friday, I called in sick. See, my boss never says that to me. No, mine neither. Uh, well, we rarely talk, no, in fact. He said that he didn't want me to infect everyone at work. Well, well that, that's that probably... makes sense, right? Yeah. It makes sense. But there's a fine line, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And again, you can't, I don't know what you do for a living, but, I mean, can people do your job if you're away? And how much stress does it put on the, the rest of the office if you're not there? Actually, I'm the only, only one that does the, my job here. But um, uh, it can wait a day or a week. Yeah. I come back and it's just overloaded. That's all. So yeah, so you're in a better position to take that day off. But I mean, there's something like here. If I if I phone in sick, yeah. someone has to do my Every, job. Everything moves over yeah. by yeah. one. It's that a domino means, uh, thing. Yeah, usually means Halsey or uh, or Dave or Brendan Ulrich have to have a longer day because yeah, I'm and, sick. And they they're the ones that look at you with evil eyes. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear a funny aside. Um, first of all, you missed a bullet not eating those little dinner weenies. And I, the, reason you, <laughs> the, the reason you didn't is because you got sick before the wieners were served. But, but a funny aside to that was, if, well, maybe not funny for you, uh, but for me, people kept asking me if I was even on that sunset cruise because I, I, yeah, I went up top, right? I know. I know. I was wondering if you were there, but I realized, like, people told me that there was a, an upper deck and said I should go up there. And I said... Don't even move me. Right. Or I'll die. Well, exactly. But that's what I was going to say. I went up top because I know Carol gets motion sickness, and I know in the breeze it's a little lesson. So if you get to the middle of the ship, although it should really be the lowest level, but mm-hmm. still the middle of the ship breeze, she's fine. So I went upstairs. But when you started getting sick, and I hope this is not embarrassing for you, at least two people came running up the stairs to inform me. Uh, and I'm like, I, I don't know what. Dr. Gross, what you Dr. want me Gross. to do about that? <laughs> <laughs> don't feed her wieners. I don't know what else to... I'm not really a doctor. I know, I just just play one on the radio. <laughs> What's that, Sandra? I just don't eat anything. I, I yeah. realized that like, there was no, nothing that I could eat or smell or anything that would make me feel better. Uh, well, you were better by the time you left because we, you were at the farewell reception. You were looking pretty good. Well, thanks. No, I, I swear, after five minutes of throwing up, on the boat, I felt so much better. Now, who doesn't, really? Yeah, well, exactly right. I, I may have to do that right now myself. Thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. You too. All That's right, the funny thing about bye-bye. throwing up. 
The, the more you do it, the better you feel. <laughs> Strangely enough. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. I uh, got some people weighing in on this uh, by text, and, and I'm glad they did because uh, several of our texters, our listeners, mentioning other jobs, and, and you know, so oftentimes when we talk about radio, people are like, well, boo-hoo-hoo or whatever, but we only talk about what we know. Yeah, we are who we are. Right, right exactly. So, uh, But uh, a number of jobs being pointed out that are similar to ours, where if you try and take them off, you're affecting a lot of people. Uh, as a tradesman, you better be darn sick before calling in. As a farmer or rancher, well, you're just not sick until you work is uh, mm-hmm. yep. is done. Yeah, absolutely true. Awful job to have. Another texture says, awful job to have when sick. A teacher, more work to call in sick. I've heard that because you've, I think you have to find your own substitute. Yeah, you have to pay them too, I believe, right? I think so. I, I, I think, think you get so many sick days and then yeah. after that, yeah. yeah. Um, here's one. I can't call in sick. I work property maintenance. I'm on call 24-7, so there are no sick days. And uh, this one here, I worked for a doctor for 35 years in a one girl office and built up an immunity <laughs> to all the germs that always came in. Hence, I never took a sick day in all those years. Never had any compensation for it either. And one more text. Doctors charging $35 for a sick note is what makes me angry. That's another topic, but I, I ran across that too. With Maddie got sick for two or three days. Her yep. employer asked for a note. And, you know, first of all, you got to go see a doctor to get a note. So yeah. now you got to go to a doctor's office or a walk-in clinic and wait. Just two, like three I hours. mean, just for like one or two days when you got the flu or something. Uh, I don't know what the deal That's was. I think crazy. she she missed a couple of days, and I think it was sort of like okay, if you're going to miss one more day, yeah. you got to bring in a doctor's note. I so can see that. Yeah, yeah. But she invested like two hours in seeing the doctor, and then was told it was thirty-five dollars for the note. Yeah. And, really? And and if you're not, you can be really sick and not have to go to the doctor because you, you got the flu or whatever, right? And to go out to the doctor, sit in the doctor's office mm-hmm. and wait for probably a half an hour or more, uh, then go sit on the on the uh, the little bench in the office and wait for another 15 or <laughs> yeah, 20 exactly. minutes. And then see the doctor, get the note, pay the 35 bucks, and then go all the way home. It doesn't help you get better. You know, it, it just, uh, you know it's, that, no, it's better spent in bed. You know another job where uh, you're not allowed to get sick or so it seems? Uh, moms. Oh, yeah. Moms do, you, do you remember your mother ever being never. so sick? Never. never. I know. No, I, never. Actually, you're right. And even when the whole family was <clears throat> was wiped out, she was still... Mom was always fine. Yeah, rubbing, running upstairs to rub that yeah. uh, whatever cream Vic, on your chest. The Vicks. The Vicks yeah. 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 God, I miss that stuff. I love that stuff. <laughs> Didn't you? I hated that stuff. Really? I hated the smell, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I would sometimes say I was sick, so she'd come rub that cream really, on me. Really, eh? Yeah, it just smelled so refreshing. She'd like to put it on my feet. Yeah. And then put my socks on over top. You know, it's funny now that I think back. And go to bed that way. Yeah, really. You knew in my family that you were really sick, and I mean really sick, when mom brought the kettle up to the bedroom and plugged it in. Just so there'd be steam in the room. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, she would only do that if you had, like, she'd come, she'd talk to you, she'd try the VIX. If that yeah. nothing else is working, up comes the kettle. See, our signal in our house, not not in my house growing up, but in my house now, is we get this big silver 
like it's a metal tin salad bowl. It's huge. But we call it the puke bowl because <laughs> oh, it, you no. know you're sick when that's beside your bed, right? <laughs> and that was always – it's so funny. That's beside the bed. We were talking about that at, at the house a couple of days ago. It's beside the bed because you're like a puke bowl. But we still eat salad out of it, right? I, <laughs> I know. You wash this, right? Did anyone ever remember actually puking in that? Oh, yeah, I did. I yeah, did. yeah, yeah. No, that's funny because yeah. we were talking about that the other day yeah, too. Yeah, but we still, we still make salad yeah. in it and serve it. Uh, well, I mean, you no one comes to my house now is ever going to eat out of it. But, sure, you're, you know, you're running out of the and, tap water. And it's, and it's funny you say that. There's a certain restaurant that we, we went to one time when the kids were little, and Jason lost it in the booth. He lost it in the booth. All, it was all over the place in the booth. We go back to that restaurant quite often. We do not sit in that booth ever. Really? We, we've, no, we can't. We're not sitting there. We'll go over there by the window, though. You know, so. you know that's another thing, too, that's sort of funny. Uh, when the kids got sick, and Carol's like, uh, you know, a great mom, and, but she's not, uh, and she'd be the first to tell you, she's not uh, the nursing type. Like, she'll, she'll get your prescription. She'll tell you to sleep. She'll let you, you know, won't bug you or whatever. Uh, but the one thing that she's really uh, adamant about is if one of the kids was ever going to throw up, she would yell, and, and the first time she did I, I couldn't even put it in perspective as to what she was talking about. She'd yell, on the sheets! On the sheets! Because yeah. <laughs> you can wash them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With yeah. the carpet, the wall. Get them upstairs, like the dogs, too, now, when the dogs yeah, are. Yeah. Get them upstairs! Get them upstairs! I'd rather yeah. do it on the, on the floor upstairs than the rug downstairs. Uh, too funny. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Lori Wang and Veronica Young. Uh, they've got a company called uh, Squid Arms. It's a pretty cool idea.